0: Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shore. Well, welcome to Countryside Podcast with Kiri Kermode and Simon Clarke, ahead of the show. Um, just a little heads up of what we got this week. Um, I went to the Summer Fair in Andrus at the church grounds there, uh, on the Green, which is a wonderful place, you know, around oh, the, lovely, the, the, uh, the, the monument there, and well away from the road, so it's perfect for the kids. And what a turnout they had. Good weather, of course, but uh, the Governor and his wife, uh, Sir Richard Gosney, and his wife Diana were there um, to open the ceremony uh, oh, amongst wow. a very busy schedule so it's fantastic that they came um, to some of the, you know, early on in their role as, as um,
1: getting out in the community, the the
0: community straight involved. away, certainly, and there were some great uh, kids there who we'll hear chatting to during the programme as well, who were involved in it and enthusiastic as ever, and well run on the day it was, and also, ten years since Paul Fletcher and his Family set up the uh, the Manx Chasers. uh, Time has flown by, hasn't it? Yeah, and of course uh, they've got an event uh, running as well, um, with the the carriage driving and horse riding for the disabled. So that's coming up as well. So uh, we'll find out uh, from Paul a little bit about that as well. So uh, it's been a great
1: success for the family, though, hasn't it? Really diversifying into something a little bit different, and it's been a good success.
0: Yeah, because uh, there's plenty of space out there, and you've got uh, you know the, the the thing by the trench and everything and uh, oh, some great. different views of the island you know yourself when you go to some of the other farms you you're thinking is that such and such a place because uh, always when i'm at south <laughs> brule look or no when i'm at the the road that could you from braid to douglas oh yes and you look back at the hills because i'm not used to seeing them from this side i oh, think you wow. forget how many there is there is it's a lovely view from there, isn't there there is and you've uh, been well hot on the trail of some hopeful successful people who are going to the shows in the uk soon
1: yes the young farmers they're uh, making way into the stockman of the year competition they've got qualifiers on the isle of man and and the successful candidates will take part in the junior and senior competition in the uk at the end of june so i've been catching up with those guys and seeing how their preparation has been going
0: yeah and it's interesting i always think because obviously it's people's preferences like yeah, picking the, the supreme champion at oh, the yes. world's shows and things and you think to yourself well, how do they how can they tell it's a good animal but there are certain techniques of course
1: which uh, we'll hear about oh yes that's it they're all different four animals they've got to place them in order and then give their reasons and even if they've got them in the wrong order their reasons can give them extra points to their final total and it can be quite surprising if they've got strong thoughts and views and Can put it over professionally.
0: Quite right, too. So that's all in countryside. So here it is Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. What a wonderful Saturday afternoon I spent at Andris in the grounds of Andris Church where they were celebrating their summer fair and they had special guests along the line some fancy dress, kings and queens on the day lots of stalls and all the community spirit that you'd expect in the north of the Isle of Man I caught up with various people and the organisers and firstly a very special guest, the Lieutenant Governor and his wife well, special honour today here at Andros. We're talking to the new Lieutenant Governor of the Isle of Man, Sir Richard Gosney, and his wife Diana. Early engagements for you out in the country?
2: Yes, it was serendipity mm. because uh, some mutual friends uh, of uh, someone I know very well in England had written to the Jenkins, to Peter and Waveney Jenkins, and they'd said, "Well, quite quick, let's will we come up here and have lunch with them?" And then. As a postscript that Jenkins had said when they wrote to us, and said, oh, by the way, there's this fair this afternoon, especially for the Queen's 90th birthday. If you could slip into that, that would be good. And at the, on the very next post came an invitation from Andreas to come and open the fair. And we'll come back to Andreas when there's a sort of more full and official, if you like, visit to the parish. But this was a tremendous opportunity. We came to join a celebration of the 90th birthday. We were in London yesterday at St Paul's Cathedral for the big... UK celebration of the Queen's 90th birthday, with all her family there witnessing it and the Queen sitting in the front row and listening to people making very nice comments about her. And it's very nice to be in something uh, completely different, very informal, village-scale, this afternoon, to join in. I don't feel qualified to judge what I've just done, which is to judge the special dressing-up parade of all the children from the primary school who are dressed up as kings and queens. They did very well, and it was very hard to judge which of them were better than the others. They were all, all good, really. And then tomorrow we'll go to Peel for the cathedral for the national ceremony here on the Isle of Man to celebrate the Queen's 90th birthday. So that's a nice trio of events over these three days.
0: It is. It's great to see you. And uh, Diana, also, um, are you an outdoor person? Or maybe you haven't had the chance over recent years?
2: I've had lots of chance over the recent years, and I'm absolutely an outdoor person. And this seems just the right sort of island to be able to indulge that. I mean, uh, we're hoping to do lots of walking for a start in this... Particularly in this in this part of the island where it's uh, very open and
0: it's so uh, welcoming as well. You know the reception that you've had here, and I'm not sure if, if all the youngsters understand what's going on, but they've certainly all made the effort and all got their homemade costumes on as well.
2: They have. I don't. I don't know whether this has been their their. Enthusiasm, or maybe their parents or Waveney perhaps had something to do with it, but they've all absolutely entered into the spirit of it, and it was very difficult to decide. I think one of the nice things is that people will remind them in years to come 10, 20, 30 years' time that they were here in the village for the night of the Queen's 90th birthday celebration and that they took part, they dressed up for it, even if they don't remember it all themselves in all those years to come. And that's historic throughout the British Isles, the Isle of Man, the UK elsewhere, celebrating this milestone, they're all clichés but they're all sometimes clichés are true. Well we'll let you go and enjoy the rest of it and uh, get a chance to see uh, some
0: rest of the Isle of Man of course during uh, your term here Thank you very you. much Well this is a scary looking king the hairy king, what's your name? Abby. You got second place today Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's unusual you look so much like a man king Yeah,
3: eh? I had to be a king because my partner wanted to be the queen, so I and I wanted to be the king, so it's so we just did that.
0: Well, what's it feel like to have a mustache and beard? Funny, <laughs> yeah,
4: and weird.
0: <laughs> did it take a lot of getting the, the, the making the suit and the crown?
4: Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: and you managed to find yourself a queen, though, have you?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, what's your name? Lily, yeah. Have you enjoyed the day here at Andres? Yeah, yeah. What's been the best bit for you?
4: Probably for me making the
3: cookies and being crowned the, one of the kings of Andreas.
0: Oh, you had to make some food as well for it?
3: Yeah, but in the tent you can make some cookies and you could decorate them. So I decorated them, but I couldn't eat it, so I've got it in a little box.
0: <laughs> Have you had anything to eat today through that moustache?
3: I tried a bit of cake
4: but my moustache kept popping off (laughs) so I couldn't eat it.
0: And what have you enjoyed? You don't look as though you've had a candy floss yet.
4: I have. (laughs) Have you? I got it all over my dress. And my favourite part was looking at everyone dressing up. Yeah,
0: there was a lot of people well-dressed, wasn't there?
4: Yeah, the costumes were very good.
0: Well, the winner of the Queen Fancy Dress Parade today... Isla Russo, she's very shy, but her mum's here, congratulations. Oh,
4: thank you very much. Yeah, it's a big surprise. There's so many good entries. So yeah, really pleased. Was and she she's lo- got she's got a corgi dog as a prize, so she's delighted. Yeah.
0: Was she looking forward to it before the day's event?
4: She was, yeah, she was. I've got her costume out last night, ready to go.
0: I see the, the crown that she's got on there. She must have coloured all that in herself. Yeah, it's very nice.
4: Homemade crown, isn't it? How long did it take you to do the crown? Well, nah, she's a bit shy at the moment, a bit shell shocked. Took her about, about thirty minutes to make the crown, I'd say.
5: Yeah. You?
0: You've had two of them uh, in it though. you have had King Lizard, Hugo as well.
4: King the Lizard King. He's the Lizard King, <laughs> and then we had the Cat Queen. So she she's an alternative queen. <laughs>
0: How have you found the day here? Have you been to this each year, oh, or yeah. is it a special well, one this year with the Queen's 90th birthday? It, it, is,
4: it is indeed, but I'm living in Andreas, we're here every year, so but it's it's extra special now with all the music and everything, and the and the, the parade of the, all the children dressed up coming into the into the church grounds is really nice. Yeah, it's lovely.
0: Well, we'll let you go and enjoy the day yeah, and get, get the candy flush out of your hair.
4: Yes,
5: thank you very much. <laughs>
0: well, Marsha McQueen, you're the the chairman of the events committee It looks like it's been a success today
5: I think considering the weather this morning it's been a great success that's uh, it's managed to hold out and stay dry for the afternoon so that's great news you've
0: been here other years I mean how is this compared
5: we've had a bigger turnout this year that the purpose of the event was uh, not necessarily a fundraiser but more about getting the community together coming together having a good time meeting people that you don't see sort of weekend to weekend and just have some fun really
0: and a special guest opening it.
5: Yeah, we were very privileged to be able to get uh, the governor to come today. That was uh, a real draw.
0: Yeah, him and his wife uh, did the opening ceremony. of course, uh, a lot of banners up and uh, sort of to commemorate the, the 90th birthday of the Her Majesty the Queen as well.
5: Yeah, well, the, the committee felt strongly that we should do something to celebrate in the village. And um, yeah, we've, we've tried to celebrate as well as we can with the, the bunting and the banners and the flags and getting the governor her representative here on the Isle of Man was was brilliant
0: but the great thing i love Andrews as a community because there's all sorts of walks of life of, um, from the village have turned up to support it and help out
5: yeah i mean as you know the the, the northern plain has got a, a real diverse sort of population and everybody just comes together and uh, gets on with it and gets gets to know each other and enjoys a good time.
0: And what about the, the turnout from the kings and queen juniors?
5: Yeah, well, I think the, all the children had great fun getting their, their crowns ready and all their outfits. We had a few Vikings in there and uh, they, I think they all worked really hard and had a good time doing it.
0: A lot of clearing up to do at the end of the day, do you think? Or it won't be too bad to be still people to help out? Yeah,
5: hopefully there'll be people hanging around to help out. Um, but we we have quite a good sort of team behind us that help out but you know we're always looking for more people to come along and join in the, the helping and the organising.
0: It always seemed a lot of work at the time but when you sit here and see you can look around now it's just a marvellous scene of people sitting relaxing, and enjoying yourself and socialising.
5: Yeah it makes it worthwhile yeah the, the day before and the night before when you're exhausted and uh... You've done an awful lot of hard work in the preparation. It it does make it all worthwhile when you you just, like you say, look around and see everybody having a great time.
0: Some of the people there at the Andreas Summer Fair run by the uh, Friends of the Andreas Church Committee. Uh, Great day it was and some wonderful, wonderful uh, kids dressed up as kings and queens. We managed to get our young fella dressed up with a bit of a ten minute before the show crown and Aww. a bit of curtain threw on him, but uh, didn't bother them in the slightest no. but there was some some really good uh, outfits there. And they the, certainly
1: oh, go to town with a fancy dress don't they especially at the summer fairs. Mm, it, and,
0: and of course uh, there was face painting and everything there that the kids love and the candy floss, they were covered from head to foot, because I haven't seen a blue candy floss for a long time. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, gosh, when Timmy got home, it was covered in blue candy floss, but nothing was deterring them. But they put on a great show. There's a great committee there and uh, well-organised and for His Excellency, the new Lieutenant Governor of the Isle of Man and his wife attending it and opening the ceremony. Oh, wow. It just shows, and you hear him saying there about the contrast, you know, he he was away, you know, and then he's he's got the, the service here in the Isle of man the next day you know so uh, it's a real contrast but that's what i think what they were looking forward to when they were coming to the isle of man
1: and it's been such lovely weather as well it just makes it doesn't it yeah it
0: does (sighs) manx radio's countryside is brought to you by nfu mutual lovely weather we've been to one or two of the the shows across and there's some preparations going on in the Isle of Man, Kerry, for, for one, isn't there?
1: Yeah, the young farmers are getting ready for their Stockman of the Year competition and this year they're hoping to send a junior and senior team off to the UK and it's coming up at the end of June and they're getting in some preparation at local farms here and topping up on their reason given. So I went along to Bologlone to find out more. So, Angela, here we are at Bologlone preparing the young farmers. What is the big competition that's coming up? 25th of June, there'll be eight young farmers from the
3: Isle of Man heading off to the Stockman of the Year competition. They're competing in the Northern Area round of the competition for only really the first time. We hosted it here last year, and this is their first time travelling across to it, so it's quite nerve-wracking. And is there any set categories? Is it girls v boys, or how does it work with the stock judging? With the stock judging, there's two teams, um, seniors, um, which are 16 over 16 and under 26, and juniors, which are under 16. Um, there's four in each team, and it's just made up of male and female for both teams.
1: And do they have to know a lot about livestock to compete in these competitions?
3: They've got to have a really good general understanding about livestock. They're judging um, dairy cows, beef cattle, butchers' lambs and breeding ewes. Um, they have to give their reasons on the, the order that they place placed the animals in. So yes, they've got to know their stock terms and uh, they also do an animal and health
1: questionnaire... Wow, that's a lot of knowledge to be taken in beforehand. And do they have lots of opportunities on the island to prepare for these events? Well, as young farmers, we hold our own stock judging
3: events throughout the summer months anyway, which is why we're here at Balaglony, by kind permission of the Crea family. doing the sheep judging, we've combined some training for them as well um, with yourself, Kiri, and Paula Crea um, to help them with the terminology. um,
1: So that means that the team that we send away are a stronger team there's a lot of practice has to go in for reasons i know that when myself and my brother used to compete we would be going and listening to other young farmers especially when we were at the highland show we'd always hang around the ring and listen to what they have to say you know, the terminology it makes all the difference and these judges they judge all around the uk it's not
3: just young farmers no it's not just young farmers they've got to have a certain confidence about them and um, there is a patter um, and if you've got that patter a good way with words helps as well but it's just it all comes down to just confidence
1: you've got to have a good knowledge of of livestock to get them in the right order because there's a lot of points at stake
3: yeah each class is judged out of 50 and then the seniors yeah same with the seniors and although they judge they judge six animals at a time but it's you know they have to look at so many different points on the animal I've listened to you and Paula this afternoon doing some training and I have to say it's been a steep learning curve
1: (laughs) it isn't easier but for people that are dealing with livestock every day, like, like myself and Paula, like, you know, it comes natural. We have to do it to, to make our businesses yeah. work. Um, some of these children are, are not agricultural. They're, they're not, they don't see livestock from one week to another, but they're still here having a
3: go. Yeah. And that's what it's like. That's, we want to encourage the young people in the rural community to come to these events and learn and just understand why stock is raised and how it's raised and what it's raised for. Um, I mean, I spoke to two 12-year-old girls here today. And we were looking at the butcher's lambs and they were like, what do you mean butcher's lambs? I said, well, lambs that are going to be butchered and end up in the meat counter. And I felt like I was breaking
1: bad news to them. <laughs> but it's, it's the truth, it's bringing you know, the town to the country and giving somebody a bit of knowledge, real knowledge and an insight. It certainly does
3: help the agricultural industry. It's, it's good for the face of farming, good for the face of young farmers um, and hopefully... The competition that the young farmers keep on doing will continue for many years to come.
1: So who has been successful in the two teams this, this year to go across? Going
3: away this year are Kaylee Cool from the Central, Finn Creer from the Central, Danielle Hill from the Northern and Michael Convig from the Southern. And then our juniors, um, good showing from the Central Club, Emily Crane, Emily Kelly, Megan Kelly, and our youngest competitor is 13-year-old Ryan Masson from the Southern Club.
1: That's absolutely brilliant. So we wish these young farmers all the best. And it is a big competition. There's hundreds of young yeah. farmers there. Yeah. So There will be
3: over, probably over 200 young farmers taking part, I would think. Um, so good luck to the Manx team.
4: My name's Emily Kelly, and I'm competing in the Stockman Junior team for the Isle of Man. And have you put in
1: a lot of preparation for this, Emily? It's a big competition coming up.
4: Yeah, we've done a lot of training with the young farmers and also at home going through things with our own cattle and sheep just to make sure it's all right. And which is your favourite part? Is it more the beef side of stock judging or...? Definitely as I'm a beef farmer myself, I'd like to take a lot of time and effort in that to make sure.
1: And how did you learn how to do reason giving? Because it, obviously you do it at home, but the terminology and the amount of time that goes into it,
4: it isn't easy to learn. It's just the help you get through the young farmers. You know, the older members you know you're asking them for the advice and it'll just get you through it as you go on. Do you ever use the internet?
1: A lot of people will go and google things nowadays you know
4: is this something that you do? I personally haven't used the internet for the doctors and it's just getting your eye in yourself so you know when to do it in competition. And are you looking forward to it? Oh definitely yeah it'll be good should be good.
6: My name is Kayleigh Cool. Are you nervous? Yes very much. We did have have it here last year so it gave us a good taste of what's to come but, yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> it was very tricky. So, yeah, we have to do lots of homework. Obviously, you're a dairy farmer, so mm. judging sheep and beef? Does not really come natural? Yeah, I have to do a bit of extra work, yeah.
1: <laughs> but with working on the farm full-time, you do naturally get an insight into what an animal should look like and um, nearest damage to a textbook. Does it make it easier? Well, you do pick up which
6: traits are good and bad across all species, really. So I guess that comes in quite handy. But, um, yeah, the variation between each animal is um, yeah, very individual so you have to work on that and what which way to get them around
1: <laughs> and reason given are you dreading it six
6: animals oh yeah it's going to be tricky especially as there was only four here today but so an extra two into the mix could be um, quite fun anyway yeah. it's going to be we love a challenge yeah it's going to be okay <laughs> you've got
1: quite a good team going from the Isle of Man it's the first time you've been across to compete for many years. I know when we were younger, we went, but it, has, it hasn't been done for a, a while, so
6: flying the flag. Yeah, no, it hasn't been done for a while, so yeah, a bit of pressure, I guess. But no, we'll, we'll do our best, and uh, yeah, we love a bit of a challenge and a change, so
1: we'll, we'll do our best, yeah. No, well done. So, Rhianne Masson, you're the youngest of the team, are you nervous? Yes, yeah. And do you do a lot of practice at home? Not really, but I do look at the cows sometimes. <laughs> and you keep sheep as well at home. Yeah. So you'll be quite looking forward to the sheep classes? Not really. But <laughs> <laughs> what type of sheep do you keep at home? Blue-faced Leicesters. And do you know what sheep you're going to be confronted with when you go away? No idea. No idea, there's yeah. no insight, there's no secrets given away? No, we get d- told on the day. Wow, a lot of pressure. So you'll have to do a lot of homework, researching about different breeds maybe? Yeah. Or about mum, she's a good stockman. Yeah. She was a judge for a few classes oh, on cows really? and stuff. So she'll certainly give you a help. Yeah. Are you looking forward to it, though? Yes. Oh, well, good luck anyway. Thanks, Rhian. So, Megan, you're competing alongside your sister in the junior team for the Stockman of the Year. Excited?
4: Yeah, you could, yeah. It's all right.
1: Are you looking forward to going away to compete?
4: Yeah, it's exciting. It's different. I mean, we did Stockman last year here, and that was a bit of an eye-opener. I think going away will be good. Good experience for us all. And there's a lot of competitors? Yeah, there's lots across the county, about six, or eight clubs going. Wow, that's,
1: it's going to be a big competition. Are you feeling confident? Yeah, be all right on the day. <laughs> and you're a beef and sheep farmer, so you have a bit more of an insight into two of the species at least? Yeah,
4: yeah, we've we got a few stock at home to keep us on ball.
1: And what about the dairy judging? You looking forward to that?
4: I'm all right on the dairy. We used to do dairy a few years back, so got my eye in
5: somehow.
1: Oh, well,
4: secretly confident then? Yeah. <laughs> oh well thanks Megan
1: <laughs> That was Angela Teer Federation Secretary and some of the competitors looking to go away
0: Stockman, you've been involved in the stock judging a few years ago now, not too many um, but <laughs> it was a a big sh- because they're big shows some oh, of them months really away, and you were at some of the. We went to Stoneley. You were at
1: it? yeah, when myself and my brother competed all those years ago. We went off to the national finals, and it was at the Stoneley. Uh, it was such a big show, but we went off down there on our own, and it was a very How old were you then? daunting task. I was sixteen, and he would have been fifteen, and. Um, he'd won the, the event here on the Isle of Man to qualify and I'd come third. So uh, we were dreading when we got there. But eventually we came out fourth and eighth out of 55. So we were absolutely over the moon and it was well worth it. Yeah. But you're mixing with people of your own type. They're all into livestock farming and it was such a great event. And you make friends for life as well.
0: Yeah. You recognise a good beast when you see one. <laughs>
1: hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well it only seems well a couple of years ago since I joined Paul Fletcher and his family at Belig farm in Derby for the opening and their diversification into a equestrian side of farming letting their land out for horse people to come and jump fences and uh, also the carriage riding as well. Well it's come a long way since then and it's 10 years this year. But first of all, Paul was telling me of a very special event coming up soon.
7: Ten years this month since Manx Chasers' uh, equestrian cross-country course was developed on Bullock Farm. And the riding club at Manx Chasers, uh, along with carriage riding, carriage driving for the disabled, uh, organising a, a bash. We've got Alan and Rachel Teer doing the hog roast. We've got a band, play a live band, marquee, and people can camp and stay over. So the, the tickets are £12, available from any of the riding club members, or uh, from ourselves. The idea is to generate funds, you know, particularly to help you know, the, this, this fairly newly formed charity. When is the, the date for this? The date is sat- Saturday the 25th of June, mm-hmm. which is a fortnight away at the moment. The riding for the disabled and the carriage driving for the disabled, it's such an important part of their lives, isn't it? The, the, the side of the horses they love. Yes, I mean we've, we've got a, a son with special needs, so both the charities are, are, are close to our hearts. You know, the carriage driving, you know, is, is an extra di- dimension for young people, people of all, all ages that perhaps for some people that can't necessarily mount a horse, they, with assistance, can, can climb on board the carriage. You get a good view of the horses too, don't they? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at the moment, most of the carriage driving is, 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 takes place up at Balvarton, the, the question centre just in Sandton there. Well, you got something up north, and it uh, doesn't seem like
0: 10 years since uh, you invited me round to the opening of it, from your diversification.
7: No, not at all, not at all, time slips by aw- aw- awful quickly these days, but we say that most seasons we'll probably see more than 200 different horses and rider combinations take, you know, across the fields at Belleg at, at, at chases.
0: And there's a bit of high ground, a bit of low ground along by the river at the bottom of the land Trench?
7: Yes, yeah, there's no, nothing people like more than, than going, for, going for a canter along by the trench, probably over 100 different cross-country jumps on, on, on the farm and the full lap round the round the farm is probably two and a half miles plus. It's, uh, I remember on the the opening times because
0: obviously on the on the Jerby East Road you're a little bit out of the way and I suppose to start with you're a bit skeptical whether people would find it and how far away it was from the beaten track but it
7: doesn't seem to have deterred people. No not at all pe- pe- people know where Ballastine is they know where the Grosvenor pub is and, and just just t- t- turn at the corner there and they they, they soon find us but yeah, I mean, people find, find the access good. They, they like it that we're set back from the road where they park up and what have you. Uh, and just an opportunity for people to, to come out to, to the farm and just enjoy their horses uh, away away from the pressures of the roads. So they can bring the horse and, and the carriage if they want, can they? Yes, yeah, we have carriages, carriages, groups of people with carriages come up and will u- use facilities around round the, round the farm. And just the same as, as horse riders, a lot of people just come up with the horses to school them. But uh, I think it's three years ago now we set up a a riding club at Manx Chasers and we have a a small, very hard working committee uh, and say this is one of their initiatives to help raise funds to maintain things within the riding club. They help provide support for members of the riding club in terms of support with schooling uh, clinics for the riders and the horses both using local instructors and ones from away. And then also help, help to fund uh, a team of people to go away each season to compete across, help with some of their travel costs.
0: Paul Fletcher from Belig Farm in Jerby telling me that it's 10 years uh, this year that they're celebrating diversification into the equestrian world, having the uh, fences and the Manx chasers group set up on their farm. And also that very special event coming up uh, involving the riding for disabled with the Manx carriage uh, drivers and also uh, the equestrian side of things as well. So uh, very worthy causes. And uh, I've just know from experience in in our family how much uh the horse riding it means to those people you know the, the people who are, uh, maybe have disabilities in different ways and the horses seem to just perk them up oh, and lovely. and they look so forward to doing it
1: it's animal therapy isn't it they, they seem to really enjoy getting out with the animals and having that time and and horse riding especially it's such a challenge but to see them complete it and oh it's just brilliant to see
0: as paul said with the with the carriage driving because some of them may not be able to sit on the horse properly on their own so of course with the carriage sitting in the carriages they can actually sit there and of course they've got the full view of the horses and everything so it's uh, particularly special and uh, hats off to them people great opportunity for 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 getting involved in that manx radio's countryside is brought to you by nfu mutual there we are horses summer fairs and stock judging all outdoor activities uh, this week and uh, just great to, to hear you know what people are doing in our community, isn't it, outdoors?
1: Oh, it is. It's lovely, especially with the weather's been so great as well. After such a long winter, it's nice for them all to get outside and enjoy the sunshine, and especially with the stock and it's a bit of a dying art. You know, there's not many competitions in the year now, and, and for it to be quite well contended like it is now still, you know, it's, it's good to see.
0: Good. All right, that's all. For this week, though, we'll be back the same time next week. From me, Simon Clark And me, Kiri Kermode. We'll see you then. ta
4: Bye-bye. Don't sit in the slow lane. Join the fast lane
3: right now with Shaw's all-new Superfast Plus Broadband. Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds, and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high-speed action with Superfast Plus Broadband from Shaw. For details visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey
4: and Port Erin or click shore.com. Terms and conditions apply.